Well, YouTube DL managed to make it back into the news. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, no more downloading age-restricted videos. Is that the deal? That was the deal. That's what you might have assumed is the deal if you just read the headline. <laughs> but, that uh, might be all I did. It's uh, it's pretty weird. This you know, is currently on the front page. It has like 200 points or something. But uh, it's just like a YouTube issue from March 28th. And like the last comment was on March 30th. So this, you know, this thing is like a couple months old and uh, just randomly got posted with that title and managed to like uh, rack up a bunch of points. But it turns out it's a little different. It's basically like YouTube has implemented more like age restriction measures, uh, especially in the EU and in certain other jurisdictions, less so in the US. Sure. And you basically need to like the problem isn't with YouTube DL. It's just that like YouTube DL no longer lets you bypass the age restriction. Uh, it's like YouTube settings. So like you need to gotcha. like previously you've had to you know kind of set cookies properly so that you know YouTube DL could kind of like download the video as you. You'd like sign into YouTube and then like grab the cookie from your browser or something and then uh, you know pass it into YouTube DL as a I guess like a you know command line uh, like parameter. Yeah, uh, but now, uh, well, and and that's still the case. But like, if you haven't confirmed your age with YouTube, just like through their web interface, uh, by like, I guess in some places you have to like upload a credit card or, or something, or some sort of like a photo of a driver's license or an identity card. Um, if you haven't done that, then YouTube, you know, doesn't let you download uh, age restricted videos. So it's not actually a YouTube BL problem. It's just like you can't get around the age restriction anymore. Oh wow. Okay. So less of a less of a huge deal than you might expect. Okay. So you just need to sign in and then you can do it. You need to sign Which in. Which could and, be an issue for and verify your age with right, you know right. like through whatever pipeline they have for for your jurisdiction. Uh, but yeah, this is basically not a thing in the US, so <laughs> the main comment here is just like telling the user to VPN uh you know, use VPN to like uh yeah, basically make the request from a US server. Uh, and then you basically you can just get around it entirely. Right, right. Or at least get around the age restriction because the U.S., I guess, you know, has a laxer laws on this. Yep, makes sense. Well, YouTube DL, once again, saving <laughs> the day, sort of. Sort of. Doing their best. <laughs> Doing their best. Uh, Twitter had some some news announcing Twitter Blue, oh, which yeah, is big... their subscription service. Look at that. $3 a month. And um, looks like they have no idea what it's going to be about. Twitter itself is what I'm saying. Right. Seems to have no clue. So what? What do you get? What are they? What are they saying you're going to get? Well, they promise that a reader mode is coming soon that'll make threads look, I don't know, easier to read. I feel That's like part they tried of their that. subscription. Yep. What? I'm already. I'm already dubious. I can't believe this. There's an undo button. Now you might think like. Hmm, can't you just delete a tweet you just sent if you don't have an undo tweet button? And I think the answer is yes. But anyways, there's an undo button for those who are subscribing. What does that mean? I don't know. And uh, the biggest news possibly for this subscription service that you're paying Twitter, the center of communication on the internet in some circles, is the ability to change the Twitter app icon on your phone 
Oh, now I'm in. Okay, I'm sold. I totally get it. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's ridiculous. Also, for these uh, early subscribers that it, I guess, has not... It's it's coming soon. It has not officially rolled out, but it looks like in certain app version betas, it's available to sign up. They're asking people who register for the, the subscription what you're hoping to use from the subscription, which makes me think that they have no idea what the subscription is for, and they're hoping that their users will tell them. Right. They've just been building up like a huge list of features that they've been like trying to avoid implementing for the last decade yeah. and decided to drop them all at once and then hopefully get people to pay for it. That's all right. So I've got some uh, news on the undo. It lets you undo the tweet within five seconds. Yeah. Sh- okay. okay. Sure. And sure. Then it but, never, it never appears at all. But how is that different? I mean, okay. How is that different than deleting a tweet after five seconds? Uh, because someone could have screenshotted it in those five seconds and then use in it the five to seconds. ruin your life. Yes. Okay. Yep, that's the difference. And and people and they think that people in five seconds will realize whether they're going to get canceled because of a tweet. I think Good. that's got to be it. Or All right. I mean, it probably does give you enough time to reread your tweet. So maybe that's true. You know, if you detect a typo like immediately yep. after sending it. But uh, yeah, I mean, all in all, I'd say uh, maybe not worth. You know, thirty six bucks a year. Yeah, uh, I guess that's not a lot of money. And no, it's 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 a cheap uh, subscription, but it does not. I, I I don't see a lot of value in it for me personally. Yeah. Do you know? So none of this has anything any relation with like the super following stuff, or Twitter Spaces, or any of that. It's all I don't like... think so. I think those are separate ways for them to try to make money that is not based on advertising. Okay. I guess it wouldn't make sense for them to, like. Only, hmm, only offer super following as an option to people who have Twitter Blue. Right. Is there, let's see, is there a way, is there like some sort of badge or something that indicates that you have Twitter Blue? Uh, that's a good question. I not that not that I've seen. I don't think so. Yeah, that would probably, that would probably oh, people probably wouldn't want that. Yeah, I saw the bookmarking thing. Collections. Bookmarking, yeah, is also a feature. Uh. Organizing tweets into collections. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I understand that. If you're organizing tweets instead of just like accounts, you know ideas. It really seems like it's. I don't know. Some I, okay. Pinterest plus bookmarking combination. Um, yeah. So it really is just saving great tweets, so you can yeah. go back and look at them later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Okay. <laughs> okay, Twitter. I'm sure. I I'm excited for the the future of Twitter, but not at all because of this. <laughs> I feel like the super following stuff and getting into the newsletter things and you know Twitter Spaces to try to kill Clubhouse, all of those things I think are like you know compelling compelling add-ons that have the potential to make a lot of you know a decent amount of money uh, that are more have a more clear value proposition. Right. Uh, this seems like this seems really really odd to me, yeah. especially since it just really feels like features that should like either be part of the main offering or not implemented at all. Like, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know who's asking for any of this stuff. Right. It's pretty weird. Yeah. Pretty weird from the t- product folks at Twitter. So should I buy Twitter? I don't have any <laughs> any Twitter stock right now. <laughs> Regardless of Twitter Blue, I think uh, you know maybe they'll make a killing on. Uh, 
on Superfellas. Could be. It's worked for, uh, you know, for Twitch, kind of. You know, Twitch is all about, like, micro donations and uh, tipping and stuff. Right. There's yeah. also this tip jar thing for Twitter. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe they'll be able to make, it, make at least as much money as Twitch in addition to their advertising revenue, which I don't think yeah. Twitch can re- uh, really makes much of. Right. Uh, what else? Uh, there's a big article about the Wikimedia Foundation and yeah. uh, it breaking down their financials. It is apparently swimming in money, uh, yet it continues to ask people to donate. I hadn't I hadn't followed most of this stuff, but back in 2016, so five years ago, they announced a goal of basically accumulating $100 million in an endowment uh, with the idea that they'll be able to basically just like based on, you know, make enough money just from investing the endowment uh, to, you know, have like $10 million a year to just like continue kind of running Wikipedia. Uh, and it seems like they managed to hit that goal, uh, you know, basically five years into their 10-year plan. So they're like pretty five crazy. years ahead of schedule, which is pretty wild. Yeah. I couldn't quite get the numbers to work. Like it says they just hit this $100 million goal. But at the same time, they said that they uh, have already brought in, like, let's see, $180 million just last year or something. Uh, wow. Sorry, $142 million in donations in the first nine months of the current financial year. So I wasn't sure, like, like how they brought in $142 million in nine months, yet they're just now hitting this $100 million goal, like, uh, five years in. So I, I was like totally in, following as an endowment, like as reserves outside of operating costs. I'm not sure. Well, so yeah, I guess they brought in 142 million in donations. Maybe they only put some fraction of that into the into the endowment, and right. then the rest of it yeah. just stays in their bank account. Yeah, yeah, and it's like used it. for like salaries and operating expenses. Right. Yeah. Though, I guess they named this 10 million dollars. I see. The 10 million dollars isn't actually their annual operating expenses. Expenses. It's the estimate. Of what the uh, oh a 2013 estimate uh, made by the former VP of Engineering and Product Development. So and then since 2013, it looks like the team has grown massively. They have 500 employees now at the Wikimedia Foundation, uh, and it wow. looks like 40 of them work exclusively on fundraising, which is pretty wild. <laughs> There's this great little uh, aside here that's just like 40 people work exclusively on fundraising. Uh, you know, they also like their advertising system now counts how often the reader has seen each banner. Uh, you know, hi reader in Canada. It seems you use Wikipedia a lot. This is the 10th appeal we've shown you. Uh, please don't scroll away. And then there's a little aside. That's just like the phrase don't scroll away has proven surprisingly effective in AB testing. <laughs> so <laughs> someone got, someone, you know, got promoted on the basis of coming up with don't scroll away. Yep. Good for them. <laughs> Yeah, interesting stuff. And then the the answer was kind of uh, extremely unsatisfying, given that the article was Wikipedia is swimming in money. Why is it begging people to donate? It's literally just like, oh, well, uh, the answer is basically that, uh, you know, they decided that uh, they should keep trying to make more money. Right. <laughs> and yeah, uh, that was very unsatisfying. Yeah. So, you know, it's decided to keep keep fundraising and put the money aside for a rainy day. And then it just makes some vague, you know, claim about how, not claim, but like vague statement about how the Wikimedia Foundation has ambitious plans to become the essential infrastructure of the ecosystem of free knowledge. So the answer, if anyone saw this headline on HN, is that 
there is no answer and that they just want more money because that's what businesses and people and uh pretty much everyone is uh trying to trying to do so now we know well that's depressing and speaking of depressing there is a thread about google photos and looking for alternate services of course then this is because in about a month uh google photos is going to start is going to stop being free and ending its uh free photo storage policy for the lower quality photos mm-hmm. and it's Starting depressing today oh today today's the oh first yeah day. it's june, june wait first. it's june yeah wow. it's june i know that's i'm not happy that's about it ridiculous <laughs> um yeah and of course there are not any great commercial popular google photos alternatives because google photos drove them all out of business when they dropped their price to zero yep <laughs> so well done google implementing the walmart strategy and absolutely now there are some people talking about apparently there's a d google reddit r slash d google to try to <laughs> help people use services they'll live their life without using google and use alternative services and apparently a couple people have been trying to make an open source version of of google photos and there are a couple other suggestions in this thread but of course there's no clear commercial alternative because all of those startups and there there was a whole list of them died years ago because yeah. of google photos i really uh, i haven't i haven't heard of any of these the the top comments here are ente e-n-t-e e-n-t-e yeah uh, that seems to be the one i think they made this exactly because of the announcement from google photos that they were gonna mm-hmm. stop being free okay and then there is a photo prism and then something else called next cloud though yeah i mean these look not these look pretty <laughs> i don't know they look very very much like open source projects that uh are nearly as polished as uh, as google photos right and it's hard to be as polished as a massive company <laughs> yeah it's mostly it's kind of just like more like photo backup services and less yeah whatever google photos is right uh though i am pleased that somebody chimed in here honestly two dollars a month isn't that unreasonable for a useful service (laughs) i would definitely class google photos as as useful i'm i of course just bought google more google photo storage and uh well i don't think i was at the limit anyway but i'm already on the two terabyte plan for google drive and uh it's like probably the best money i spend all year it's just uh you know it's just a good deal so i don't know Unless you're trying to trying to go full D Google, it's uh, you know, it's gonna be the best the best price in town for that equivalent yeah. offering. Uh, yeah, I yeah I also do uh, the pay for the higher storage. It's just annoying that, and I I don't mind companies charging for services. I just find it annoying that they dropped the price first, drove everyone yeah. out of town, and then raised the price. That's yeah. I wonder what. Like, I feel like Dropbox should be trying to jump on this and, uh, you know, do some PR stunt to try to get people to switch. But I guess they have the same problem where they also will ch- charge for storage and are not trying to do the, uh, the free unlimited thing. Right. In fact, I guess, hmm. I mean, Dropbox is probably one of the one of the things that, uh, at least for photos, people has like seen a massive drop in utilization because of Google uh, Google Drive. Yeah, that's true. Maybe everybody will go back. Maybe. 
yeah, it's the kind of thing where even if they all went out of business, there's still nothing keeping them out of business. Uh, right. So I, I feel like I feel like this could be uh, an opportunity for some of these companies to uh, carve out their own little niches. Though obviously it'll be extremely teeny and irrelevant compared to uh, Google. I don't see Google Photos going away anytime soon. Mm-hmm.